On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me as always. Last week we covered Stone Temple Pilots' Purple, and this week we're covering a band called Army of Anyone, which consists of the DeLeo brothers, uh, who play guitar and bass in Stone Temple Pilots. Is that right, Trav? That's right, Q. That's uh, Dean and Robert DeLeo. Dean of the guitar variety and Robert of the bass variety of the DeLeo uh, varietals, (laughs) if you will. I will do that, dude. I will do that. And uh, so technically, this is a super group, Cube, because not only does it feature guitar and bass player of Stone Temple Pilots, it also features the front man of the band Filter. His name is Richard Patrick. Uh, and some of us may remember Take a Picture, Hey Man, Nice Shot, some of their mega hits from the 90s. So I, I really like to take a picture. Yeah, that was one of those, you know, it it and when you listen to their first record, um they're talking about filter right now. When you listen to their short their their short record, it's called Short Bus. Their first record called Short Bus, it's a little bit heavier, it's got some like industrial qualities to it. And then you listen to a song like Take a Picture, and it kind of shows both sides of uh both sides of, of this guy, Richard Patrick, who sounds to me like he was kind of the brains behind all things filter related so much so that from what i understand he was basically putting together a record like an, another filter record uh, by himself with just his computer uh when he reached out to the DeLeo brothers just to help him with the songwriting so they didn't plan on doing like a, a side project together like a group he just brought them in and basically um you know, when they came into the studio, they're like, hey, where is everybody? You know, because they didn't realize he was trying to, you know, he was making all these songs by himself, you know. And um, yeah, so this was 2006 when this record came out. So that was kind of the thing, right? Bands were starting to 
really rely heavily on the computer by this point, right? Anyway, basically, he kind of says that the, you know, the two worlds collided, right? Because the DeLeo brothers were very much used to, uh, you know, walking into a, uh, a studio and just jamming it out. Right. Working it out as a band. And they came out with this record called Army of Anyone. Well, that was the name of the band. Also the name of the record. It was self-titled. So, uh, you know, we've been in the 90s the last three weeks. This album did not technically come out in the 90s, but it felt like a good sidetrack because it involves two of the uh, the guys from Stone Temple Pilots. Oops. <laughs> what was that? That was the microphone falling over. Two, <laughs> two of the guys from Stone Temple Pilots and and uh, another another well-known 90s band, Filter. So I don't know anything about Army of Anyone. Did you Were you aware of them before looking into this? No, not at all. But I mean... Apparently, they had a single that peaked at number three on the charts. So, uh, the intro song was Goodbye, which is one of the singles. Another one from this album is called Father Figure. So, which one was it? Goodbye? Goodbye, yeah. So, um, I was curious because if, if this hits number three on the charts, what else was on the charts in 2006, right? Yeah. Let me see if I can find one here because I've got – these are year-end charts. So I have a year-end rock chart for 2006. So, yeah, this this kind of says it all, dude. I'm looking right now. Well, okay, so this came out in July. Yeah. That single, so. Yeah, so by the end of the year, this at least gives you an idea of the landscape of rock music back in 2006. I guess you and I were not – we were into bands that didn't make it on the radio – by this point, yeah. I mean, yeah. by this time, you've got the Strokes, you've got Spoon doing their thing. But on the rock charts, on the Billboard rock charts, at least, at number one, you've got a band that I have almost zero knowledge of, a band called Three Days Grace. Mm. I don't know why, but that every time I hear that name, I just, my face kind of scrunches up. Yeah. And then you've got Godsmack at number two. Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, number three. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And oh, here, here we go. You ready? I'm ready. Nickelback, number four. Oh. With a song named Animals, which I've never heard. It probably sounds exactly like uh, whatever that other song is. Yeah, dude, it's every, every song was the same formula for yeah. those dudes. So coming in at number seven is Korn with a song called Coming Undone. And well, I'm gl- Dude, I'm glad you mentioned Korn because uh, we didn't give a shout out to the drummer of Army of Anyone. A guy named Ray Luzier. Luzier. I don't fucking know. Luzier. Luzier. Yeah. And he he plays drums in corn now. Is that correct? He went he's on. The current yeah, drummer. He, I don't know if he's the current. Is he the current drummer? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> According to Wikipedia, maybe. Yeah, just look to see if he, is he listed under past members? Mm, nope. No, he's, he's still he's in the there. current drummer. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't think he, he's not the original drummer. But yeah, um, apparently this guy, Ray uh, played in David Lee Roth's band prior to joining uh, Army of Anyone. So he kind of, you know, bounced and around. And you're not talking Van Halen. Um, I couldn't tell you if, if this was just a separate. No, I guess it wasn't. It wasn't. Of course it wasn't. Shame on me. Yeah, so David Lee Roth obviously had long since left Van Halen by that point. Anyway, uh, let's just get into it, man. This is, again, like I'm kind of, Coming to this group 
uh, purely because of the connection to Stone Temple Pilots. I thought about playing some um, Velvet Revolver, which is Scott Whelan's side project. But basically, that, that's what was happening with Stone Temple Pilots at this time. They had split apart essentially around 2000, around 2000, uh, 2002 is what I 2002. read. 2002. And uh, yeah. Did you read, did you see what the breakup was, was due to? Some sort of fight between DeLeo, one of the DeLeos and, and Scott Wayland. Yeah. And that was because of Wayland's issues with substance abuse. Okay. So, but so then Scott went on to, to play in Velvet Revolver around that time as well. Yeah. I think it's around the same time. So they all kind of split and sort of did their own projects, basically. And, okay. you know, Q, as you know, the brothers had to stick together because that's what brothers do. Right? That's what brothers do. Exactly. And uh, i got to say, I liked what I heard from from Goodbye in that intro. That's the first time I heard it. I liked it. Yeah. So the song I picked was actually a little bit softer than the one you heard. So we're going to listen to a track here called Stop, Look, and Listen. Pretty neutral, uh, safe song, right? If you want to put it that way. Yeah. 
Yeah, but still good. It was, it was catchy. I liked when it when it got nice and quiet towards the end there before we faded it out. So um, this song is about nuclear proliferation. Q. Whoa. So you know, two thousand six. I guess we're we're five years into to the war uh, in the Middle East, right? Still in Afghanistan, obviously. Oh yeah. So I think. You know, you and I, we just graduated college, not college, we graduated high school in 2006. So I don't know if it, if it was as much on my radar as it probably should have been or could have been if I was a little bit older. But, yeah, you know, that's what's on the minds of, of, of everybody is like, you know, the potential for nuclear war, I guess, uh, was on people's minds. So always looming, always looming. So, yeah, part of the lyrics here. Um I'm quoting a interview that he did with a band called, or not a band, with a magazine called Glide Magazine. And he says, the lyrics, in just a blink, we could shrink to something that might not make it back. He says, when you have a nuclear war, there's not much that's going to be left more than one-celled organisms. So there you go. Got to start all over. Yep. Well, dude, I got to say, man, if you don't pay attention to the lyrics... It's got some, uh, you know, some good, like, you know, love-making vibes. You know what I'm saying? Well, here's another thing, Q. He said that this this song is kind of a double entendre. It's about sometimes, you know, you just got to stop, look, and listen in relationships. So there you go. Well, I mean, it, it got me thinking, dude. I, I just remembered that right now Adam and Eve has quite the deal. And we got the hookup for you. You know, you're right, Q. Sometimes you got to stop, look, and listen to what your spouse is telling you. Hey, you know what? You know what they're usually saying? They're uh, Usually they're saying it's time to spice it up. Usually they're saying it's time to spice it up. Yeah, dude. And you know what I always do? Pop on some Al Green. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll hop on the web. Okay. Go to adamandeve.com. Go to algreen.com. I mean. <laughs> go to, go to Adam, <laughs> adamandeve.com. And, uh, you know. Pick out something nice for the bedroom. Basically, what the goal is, is that you want to make a nuclear bomb go off in that bedroom. Dude. A nuclear bomb level of uh, passion and excitement. (laughs) That's where it's at, brother. And if you go to adamandeve.com, right now, you can pick one item and get it for half off, dude. Half off. That's ridiculous, man. I know. What else, dude? Well, you can get one item, almost any item, for 50% off. And then you're going to get some other free stuff, such as 10 tantalizing free gifts. One sexy item for you, one sexy item for your significant other, and a third item that you'll both enjoy. Not to mention, Q, they're going to throw in six free spicy movies. We're not talking mild, dude. We're talking fucking mooey, caliente, spicy. We're talking fiery hot. Fiery hot. You're not even going to be able to touch the packaging of these movies. I think they're saying nuclear. Yes, it's going to be nuclear level spicy, dude. That's dude. And you know what else they get? What else you get? You get free shipping. What more do you want, dude? A nuclear bomb just went off my pants. (laughs) That's AdamandEve.com. Type in the promo code no filler. Get to spicing it up in the bedroom. All courtesy of AdamandEve.com. All right. 
All right, dude. So we got another song to play, or is it we're just going to make it short and sweet nope, this time? That's it, man. We're going back to our roots. Cool. Uh, to to the, the, the old school uh, sidetrack where we was, you know, the idea, literally. We called it sidetrack, not sidetracks, right? Yeah, dude. 20 minutes or less, man. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so um, with regard to this record, they were interviewed by MTV. And uh, what they said here, I've got a quote from from Robert DeLeo, the bass player. He says, it's the fifth record that you're, that you're really going to want to pay attention to. The fifth record? <laughs> yeah. So basically they were asked, hey, it's your first record, yada, yada. They were sort of saying this about the, the SP, STP record that, you know, they got some criticism. And we talked about this a little bit with Core. You know, they had the, they had the grunge haters out there that, didn't accept anything that wasn't produced in Seattle kind of thing. Right. Right. And so they had the same idea with STP. Like, you know, why don't you wait till we come up with our fifth record, then you can judge us. Right. And he said that he thinks the idea applies to this project as well. He says, it's our first record, our first attempt at getting something together. So why don't you wait till the fifth one? So obviously they had lofty goals because this was the end of, of, of army of anyone. They came out with this one record and that was it. And they're going around saying, why don't you wait till we come up with our fifth record, dudes? He was probably just trying to be like, fuck off, dude. Probably. Because, you know, you know how it, how it is. Especially if you're a super group, all you're going to get is comparisons to the groups that you came from. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So if you're- That's annoying. Yeah. If you're the two, the two key musicians behind Stone Tip of Pilots, one of the biggest grunge bands of the 90s, and then somebody like Robert Patrick who- had some success with Filter. Yeah, obviously, people are going to super be interested and pay attention to your first record and, like, judge the hell out of it. So, you know, yeah. basically the way they're phrasing it is like, yeah, you know, this is us coming together. It's our first attempt at putting music together. Wait until our fifth record. And then they didn't even put a second record out. So um, they had plans and are still – sounds like it's still up in the air about, like, oh, you know, we might get together again and – put another record together if, if the schedules permit and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously Stone Temple Pilots has, has, you know, regrouped Scott Wayland. Obviously he passed away uh, a few years back, but um, anyway, so that's that. Check out the record. It's not bad. Um, it was 2006. Maybe it was one of those things where it's like, well, this is formed of, of bands from the nineties and you've got Godsmack and, Seether and all these kind of bands that are dominating the the airwaves. Like those it's, were it's, strange times for rock, dude. Yeah, it, it was kind of the weird post grunge new metal. And clearly, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Corn, but other than that, there's not too many bands that I kind of relate to or enjoy listening to from that era. Bands that were on the radio, rock bands in the mid to late 2000s, you and I weren't into. We were obsessed with indie rock yeah you know where you had to sort of stumble upon the myspace page right back then at least right um more obscure record labels and the and the kind of bands that they were putting out so maybe that's why they didn't see any success you know this was kind of the next the next generation of rockers had already sort of taken over at that point you know so anyway check it out it's not not a bad listen it's it's not gonna not, it's not gonna blow your skirt up as they say <laughs> but it's not going to set off a nuclear bomb in your pants. No, it's but. not. It's not AdamandEve.com. Uh, promo code, no filler. 
<laughs> but um, anyway. Well, you know, I was saying we should try to keep this under 20, but we got to squeeze in our watch your heads, man. Yes. Yes, we do. Okay. So um, I was very tempted to pick a song off of Pearl Jam's new record that they just mm, put out last just week. just came out. Um, because did it come out last week or the week before? Either way. Uh, I don't know. Very new. Because we're going to talk about Pearl Jam next week. And we're going to talk about their record 10. But we're going to save all that for next week. Uh, I've got an even an even better song cue. So I know that you're not really a fan of these guys, but I'm a fan of them. I'm pretty sure I've had them in the past um, as a sidetrack. So now they're they're going to come in for twice now on my on my uh, my what you heard list. But they keep putting out new music. So these guys, uh, of course, are called L1011. Of course. Do you know what? They're all right. Okay. Um, but yeah, they just put out a double record. So they've been busy. They've been busy with those uh, finger tapping, huh? Finger tapping all day long. Well. And then stepping on the pedal and, and looping, it, looping it around. Well, you're right. And that's what makes them interesting. It's two guys. It's a drummer and a guitar player who basically makes music by looping over himself. It's all instrumental. And that's what I like about it. Um, the guy's very innovative with um, his effects pedals and stuff to get uh, these, these songs put together. Cause again, it's just one guy and then the drummer Drummer's really good too. So uh, anyway, the only, let me just say the only reason I ever give pause to listen to these guys is because I just feel like a lot of the music sounds exactly the same. And that's probably just because I'm not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair assessment. But um, what I like about this song is is that I think it actually sounds a little bit different than a lot of their their, their songs. We're talking about the single here that just came out? Yeah, it is a single, so forgive me for, you know, breaking the the no-filler rule here. But Dude, you know, I'll always forgive you. Yeah, this is not a, uh, this is, this is not an episode. This is a segment at the end here, so. It's something that you heard. Reserve your, yeah, exactly. This is what I heard. What more do you want? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This song is called With Report.
Dude, that was heavy, man. That's what I'm saying. Have they ever gotten that heavy before? Uh, I think like maybe like flirted with heaviness a little bit here and there, but I, I liked it. Yeah, that was cool. I like I like the, uh, I like the drum beat and the the change up there towards the end of that clip. That's good. So I actually misspoke. It's not a double LP. It's a triple LP. Um, and what's interesting is they're kind of spacing it out at least digitally. Uh, you can get the full record, I believe. Actually, oh, September. My goodness. So, yeah, they're doing something really interesting because, like, I just pre-ordered the record, actually, because it's, like I said, it's three records. Um, and I'm not going to get it till September. But, um, so, yeah, it, it's called Tautology. Clearly, they've been they've been uh, pretty prolific since uh, their last record came out in 2018 uh, called Banker's Hill. Uh, two years later, they've got enough enough music for well let's face it it's only uh it's only like 21 tracks anyway uh this is kind of cool the the artwork is is pretty dope um for it like if you look at the uh the lp itself the three lps and of course you can get clear vinyl you know uh, limited edition presses and stuff. So all the goods, all the good stuff. That's cool, man. I'm, I wonder if it's going to be a, um, like a complete piece, you know, like I wonder if it's going to be, you, you can listen to all three of the records as one piece or if they are wanting it, them to be three separate ideas. Well, shit, I'm not able to get the limited edition colored vinyl. I guess I have to settle for the clear vinyl. Aww. This is not fair. Oh, Forty dollars for three records. It's not bad. Not a bad price. Well, dude, I got a what you heard for you if you want to hear. Oh yeah, that's right. Q, what you've been <laughs> heard in lately? Uh, so this is a band that. So my wife and I have this playlist that we've been adding songs to forever. Q, is it a spicy playlist? Mm, it's not that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I heard this song for the first time last week because my wife just recently added it. Uh, so it was news to me. But uh, this is a band called X-Mag, all one word. It is an electronic soul and funk band. So a couple of the dudes, I think there's two guys that are the main songwriters, Eric Mendelson and Dennis, not even going to try his last name, but he also goes by Grammatic. Have you heard of Grammatic? Yes, I have heard of them. Yeah. Yep. That's that's one guy. His, name, he, his name's Dennis. Okay. Um, they got a couple more players in the band. So they actually do perform live. They don't have a drummer, so they, you know, they they do drum beats on synthesizers, but they kind of fall into the like retro um, synthwave, future synth kind of stuff. Okay, uh, I think you'll like it, dude. It's um, instrumental. This is a song from an EP of theirs that that they came out with last year. The EP is called "The Walls That Divide Us." This is the last track on the album. It's called Low Tide.
Yeah, it's hard not to uh, to like that. That's, yeah, that's great, man. Everything I've heard from them is like that. Definitely a, a lot of 70s in in there, you know, all, all through that. 70s and 80s. When it pops off, you know, if that's yeah. the word to use. <laughs> when it really starts yeah. to pop. And it's cool, man. I, I love when, when people get that, like, gu- electric guitar sound out of their keyboard. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even tell if that was a keyboard or a guitar. Well, I also love that, the, like, the air siren, like, the, the, the horn in the yeah. background. Uh, yeah. It sounds like an air raid's going off. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, their latest full-length album came out in 2017. It's called Part One. Check out check out that album art, dude. Are they going to put out a part two? Uh, I don't know. Um, good stuff. Again, that band's called X-Mag. Uh, that was a song off of their EP, The Walls That Divide Us. All right, man. So that's it. Let's wrap it up. So yeah, next week we will... Talk about Pearl Jam's 1991 record, 10. I'm excited about that, man. I think that's Pearl Jam is a, a, a whole different flavor of, uh, of grunge, you know, I think largely due to his singing. Yeah. And for me, you know, I'm going to spend a, a lot of time with this record over the next week because me too. I really don't know that much about the songs that weren't singles yeah. on, on this one. So I'm excited to, to dive into those and, and pick out a few, you know, a handful that we like. I will say that Even Flow is probably one of my favorite '90s rock tracks. So yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm 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 so good. Pumped to uh, to dive into this. Me too. All right, so uh, you can find us if you want to know more information on our website, nofillerpodcast.com, where you will find all of our show notes and all of our previous episodes, going all the way back to episode one. Uh, the show notes page has track lists and sources that we cite for every single episode. And you can also find us on our home, the Pantheon podcast network. It's pantheonpodcast.com. That is a network of like-minded podcasters who talk about what we talk about music, music and stuff, music and stuff related to music. So uh, check that out. That's Pantheon podcasts. If you follow the Pantheon podcast feed, you'll get our episodes thrown in there and you'll get everybody else's episodes thrown in. Uh, so you can just pull it up and hit play and and be fairly certain that you're going to hear some good music commentary. So uh, that'll do it for us. Um, we've been No Filler Podcast. We I've have been, been. Yeah, I've been Travis. <laughs> What? Have you ever heard people say that? I've heard people say that before. I've been. No. Travis. And okay. I have been. And, 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 <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I have been Quentin. Y'all stay safe. Wash your hands. We will shout at you next week. Y'all take care.
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.